You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 95. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today on the podcast, we have a former client. Andy Taylor is coming on the podcast. She was a Macros 101 client from our January session, and um, at the end of every session, we do a transformation contest, and Andy was voted by her peers uh, and as the transformation winner for that round, and um, so she is willing to come on the podcast and share her story and her transformation and some of the things that she's had to overcome over um, the last couple of months and the lessons that she has learned over that process. And so one of my goals with bringing on prior clients is one, to be able to show you that it's possible. I think the more that we can surround ourselves with people who are evidence of what is possible, uh, it allows us to start to believe that it's possible. And and one of the things that we I talk about with Andy is that she was able to lose this weight without working out. And for her and her point in her life, that was really important to her. And um, she's since gotten to the point where she's now started working out and started including that. But um, she was able to lose the weight without working out. And so we talk about that and we talk about um, how how she was able to manage that and, and what that looked like for her. And then the second reason that I bring... Um, uh, Prior, prior clients onto the podcast is because I think that they can give a unique perspective that, you know, myself as a coach, obviously I have a perspective as a coach and um, a perspective as a client is very different than the perspective of the coach coaching them. And so I think there's a lot of value in you hearing from clients and their perspective of actually going through the process of actually losing the weight of the emotional state that they were in when they started and how they were able to create that transformation um, over time. Because as a coach, I give my clients tools tools. And, um, the, the client has to use those tools to, to get the result. Like I, you know, I liken it to like a, a personal trainer cannot do your pushups for you, right? They can instruct you, they can coach you, they can motivate you, they can like talk to you and teach you and they can do all these things. But at the end of the day, like you have to do your own pushups. And so that's what I, but I find, um, here, what's so exciting for me to bring clients on is because as a coach, I put things out there and I teach and I coach and I motivate and I, and I do all of these things to set clients up for success. And it's so awesome to see then the clients taking that responsibility and taking those steps that they need to take in order to take what they've learned and put it into practice. Because just learning more is not usually the solution. It's actually the learning and then putting it into practice. And that's what Andy's done is she has done the work. She's put her head down and she's made things happen. And because of that, she has created this transformation in her life. And, um, I'm really excited for Andy to share more about maintenance. So for those of you who are 
kind of maybe feeling stuck on that, like always having to lose more or I have to reach my goal weight before I can go into maintenance. We talk about that with Andy and, and she has lost 30 pounds and she's currently maintaining and she has a goal to lose at least 20 more. Um, but she's taking this period of maintenance intentionally to be able to set herself up for long-term success. And I am just so grateful that Andy was willing to come on the podcast. And if you are interested in signing up for Macros 101, we only open the doors a couple times a year and our next enrollment is in the fall. So if you're interested in that, get on the waitlist at bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist and make sure you're getting our emails and that way you won't miss it when we open doors next. Now, without further ado, let's hop into this episode with Andy Taylor. All right. I would like to welcome Andy Taylor to the podcast. Hey, Andy. Hi. How are you doing this morning? I am good. How are you? I am very good and very excited to be able to share your story. I am really excited that you're willing to come on and share with the listeners the transformation that you've gone through. Um, I, I just find that people are going to be able to find themselves in your story. And you have a unique story and you have a unique experience. And I think the more that we can find people who are like us, getting the results that we want, the more it's easy for us to believe that it's possible for us as well. So I'm really grateful that you're willing to, to share your story. Um, so let's start out with you just telling um, the listeners a little bit about you and um, you know what you like to do. Yeah. So um, I am a mom of two little girls, a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And my husband uh, just graduated. So we just moved up to Portland um, for him to work here. And so I am now a stay at home mom and, and finding that role. So I'm just now learning what I love to do. <laughs> <laughs> Those first couple um, of years you do kind of get just lost in like the things that have to be done. Exactly. Just juggling, working and being a mom and whatever my husband needs so we can graduate. And now things are starting to slow down. And so I've, I've recently taken up gardening, but I feel like everyone has with <laughs> the pandemic going on. Gardening or sourdough? <laughs> Gar- yeah, gardening or sourdough. I yeah. can't find you anywhere. So. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. to start up a sourdough. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, awesome. So can you kind of just walk us through um, the last couple of years and what your fitness journey has kind of looked like? Yeah, so the last couple of years, um, I have been going through cycles of pregnancy and having um, my daughters. And I knew that I had put on some weight right before I got married. Um, I'm an emotional eater. And so I went through kind of a a really hard time right before I met my husband. And I just kind of packed on this weight. Um, And so I got married and I was not my dream weight, but it was fine. And then I got pregnant. And with my first pregnancy, I was actually extremely sick the whole time, um, all the way up until I delivered. And so I actually lost 20 pounds uh, being pregnant. And so I was like, oh, great. Like This will be my new weight loss program because I'm not very good at losing weight. Um, but then I, I actually put on weight when I am nursing. And so then I put on more weight, started to lose some just by yo-yo dieting, got pregnant with my second lost weight pregnant, and then started to put it back on again um, while nursing. And then that's when I found this program is mm-hmm. through all that yo-yo dieting and just trying to eat the absolute minimum in order for my body to lose fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did yo-yo dieting look like for you on a, on a day-to-day basis? So 
<laughs> the last six months before I joined this program, I'd gotten myself down to eating a thousand calories a day max. Mm-hmm. And I would have my one serving of breakfast, which I believe was just like cereal or whatever I could whip up. That was what I thought healthy. Um, and then I was trying to cut out carbs so that I'd sit there and wait and be starving and lunch with it. <laughs> and I would get my rice cake and my peanut butter and my jelly. And then I'd sit there and wait starving until it was halfway to dinner, like three hours later. And I'd have a little snack. And then dinner, I didn't really care. I just ate one serving whatever I made because I make most of my food from scratch. So I feel like it was healthier than some other options. And then I would feel like I always typically had like a little bit of ice cream or something. But I was eating less calories than I had ever before. And my scale was not budging. I mean, like after doing that for six months, I think I lost five pounds, which we all know mm-hmm. could be just water weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, it was nothing. And I was sitting there. I don't want to have to commit to going to the gym multiple hours every single day in order to lose weight. I want to be able to focus on my kids and not just be a gym junkie. Like, what do I do? I feel like I'm doing everything with the food. So that was kind of my yo-yo dieting of just kind of, oh, maybe I should stop eating this. Or maybe I should stop eating like period in this during this time period. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's not body any good. Yeah. And I think that you bring up a good point. Um, th- and we'll kind of get, dive into this, I think a little bit with you and, and your experience of, um, you didn't want to exercise. Like that was not, that was not what you wanted to do to like lose the weight. Right. You're like, I just want to like control my nutrition. <laughs> and, um, and then you did that or you like, quote unquote, did that, right. You ate less calories, yeah. which is what you're supposed to do. And, and then, you're not getting the results that you want. So kind of share with us like where your headspace with, was with that um, as you're going through this, this process of doing the quote unquote right things and not seeing results. Yeah, um, I, I was pretty despair. <laughs> um, I had worked out in the past and right before we moved to Oregon, I was working out. Um, I was doing cycle classes and Zumba because I do better with someone telling me what to do than sitting there and trying to like lift a weight or I was just so worn out with my newborn mom brain that I could not put another ounce to planning anything out. <laughs> so I need someone to say, Hey, walk into this room at this time. And this is what we're going to do. And I could see changes in my body when I would work out. And so I'd be like, Oh, like this is getting flatter. This is getting pulled in. Like this is good. Um, but then the second I stopped working out, I was still eating less. I went right back. Like my body just went right back. So I was like to the point where I felt like I was up against the wall and that the only way I'd be able to get my life back on track is if I was going to the gym and doing those classes, which meant finding a gym that had kid care, which meant more pricier and place I felt safe leaving my kids for a couple hours and trying to fit that in. And I didn't really think that that was something I was willing to do at the time. So I just thought I was just going to have to deal with my current weight and size and situation and just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what was that, that, um, deciding moment for you in deciding to either start counting macros and or sign up for macros 101? Like what was that pivotal moment for you? Um, so I just had a newborn um, baby, so I was nursing and I was worried about making sure that I could you know, thinking I'd have to work out, um, or what I was eating and be able to actually nurse my child because it's my first, I didn't get the supply that I needed. And we spent a lot on, um, 
formula. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't want that with my second. And so I was trying to be very conscious about that. And I had an acquaintance um, from one of the places that we had lived in the last year. And I never see her stuff on Facebook. And it popped up and said, hey, I'm in this weight loss program. I'm in a competition. You know, please vote for me. And of course, I'm at the moment where I'm like looking for anything and everything to try. So <laughs> I clicked on it and she said, in the last couple of months, or well, like through like this last year, I lost like 50 pounds while nursing. And I didn't start working out till recently. I said, whoa, you are saying all my keywords. <laughs> <laughs> no workout, nursing, seeing results. Like this is amazing. And uh, she had had a baby about the same time that I had had one of my kids. And so I was like, I need to look into this. And so that's when I, the first time I'd ever heard about macros mm-hmm. and it turned out that right when I was like, let me look into this. Um, the next day you were doing a free class mm-hmm. to talk about the program and kind of give some, some free coaching. So that was my introduction into macros 101. Um, and I'm, I'm a cheapskate. And I'm one of those, I got this on my own, which mm-hmm. obviously I didn't. And so I was listening to your um, class and I was like, okay, Mac, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Working with my body, body's chemistry, I'm giving it the nutrients it needs. Like this is, this is exactly what I've been looking for. And then I was like, well, she lets you do your, you can calculate it for free. I was like, well, <laughs> there we go. I'll just calculate this and do it. You know, so I, I made up my mind and listening to it. I'm like, Oh, this is so great. I'm so excited. And it was towards the end. It was like that you'll get like the support and the help and the people there beside you and all this. And I realized that that is what I was missing. I didn't have anyone helping me. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed someone who could literally coach me through step-by-step step what to do. And so that was, that was kind of that moment for me when mm-hmm. I decided, okay, we're going to do, we're going to do this macros program. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that you share. So um, who Annie ta- is talking about is Melissa Porter, who we actually had on the podcast back on episode number 35. Um, so it's a great episode to go to go back and listen to. Um, but in, in that episode, um, Melissa had lost 29 pounds, I think. And um, all in all, she ended up losing like 55 pounds. So we, I kind of talked to her kind of in the, in the middle of her journey, but it's, it's interesting to me, Andy, that like you were inspired because you heard Melissa's story and now you get to come on and share your story and hopefully inspire other people, which is just, it's kind of this fun, like full circle moment, um, that you're here now talking about your journey and, and how that was sparked and influenced by, by somebody else's journey. Um, so that, that, that's really awesome. Um, so you signed up for Macros 101. Um, kind of walk us through those first couple of weeks. Like, where was your headspace as you as you dived in? Oh, and by the way, like, I find that that mistake is made a lot of people. Like, oh, I'll just set my own macros, right? Like, I'll just do this by myself. <laughs> and um, uh, and you're right. Like, yes, can you do this by yourself? Absolutely. But is it easier when you have somebody telling you the step by step to do, and you have a community and you have coaching? a hundred percent. Um, and so I'm so glad that you came in and, and joined us. So I'm curious those first couple of weeks, what were some of the, um, what were some of the first steps that you took and, and, and maybe some of your thoughts and feelings during that, that experience? So my first couple of weeks, I was so stoked. The day that I purchased your program was one week or one and a half weeks before it technically started. Um, yeah. but I was like, no, I signed up. I paid, I'm doing this. Let's go. <laughs> 
Let's and do it. So, <laughs> and so I started counting my macros the next day. Um, <laughs> yeah, good for you. Dive I, on in. I didn't, yes, I did not know what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I got this. I'll just eat whatever I'm eating. Um, and I had even, since I'd been counting my calories, I was like, I don't even have to do the three to five days to kind of come up with macros. I know exactly what I'm eating at the moment. So yeah, uh-huh. I, I went ahead and, and got it off how much I needed to eat. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And I did my first day and was like, oh, wow. What I was considering healthy is way off. My macros were for like 40 grams of fat a day. And I was like easy doing 80. And um, <laughs> it was very interesting to me because I was eating the calories. And at this point with doing macros, I was eating easily four to 500 more calories a day than what I was doing before macros. <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah, I was eating completely different because even though it was less calories, it had higher fat, nowhere near the protein that I needed, no carb, you know? And so I think that's the big part with macros is the breakdown of, okay, well, that's, that's great. Like you show all the time. I feel like I see on your page, of, Hey, this salad, calories it is. This is how many calories a Big Mac is. And it honestly is not very far off. <laughs> and just that kind of mental switch. So my first week was the first day of, oh, that did not work. And I sat down that night and I did my 20 minutes, which I will tell you, I was so determined because I had gotten to a point where I could not look at myself in the mirror. I did not know who that person was. And I couldn't even stand to get a side glance because I was so just, and it's sad to think that my body image meant so much to me, but that I could not even look, which is why I decided that it was worth the money and any work that I had to put into it. So I was like, I don't care if it takes 20 minutes. Cause the first couple of nights, um, I had no idea how much fat carbs protein was in anything. And so I sat there with my notebook and I started writing down, like I have peanuts and my that's this. I have marshmallows and anything. So I could put in my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, see what I had left. And my first week was like, and then I ate five marshmallows and a strawberry. Like I was just trying to plug in those macros just to hit it within five, you know, to try and hit it perfectly. Um, and within that first week, weight started dropping already. And I think that's just because I had put on so much and then changing what I was eating, you know, the water weight starts to drop. So I was getting pretty instant, um, success since I was doing so terribly beforehand and I had a lot of weight to lose. Um, so yeah, those first couple of weeks was, was very fun and interesting. And I feel like I had a very different experience than a lot of people on the group. A lot of people were saying that they're having an issue like, oh, I can't like mentally do it or I was doing it. And then I binged some ice cream or I saw the cookie and I ate it. And I was so just me and those macros because I had come to the point where I couldn't go another step. This was my only answer is how I was thinking of it, that I was not letting myself go above five or below five. If I hit negative six, we didn't eat that. We went back, you know, on my fats that I was hitting it consistently for, I want to say like a month and a half before I started getting a little bit more lenient. And then I started having those issues other people were having. Um, so my first couple of weeks were not too hard. It was pretty easy to catch on to after the first week of counting macros and learning, okay, so fruit is mainly carbs. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, if I get Greek yogurt, I can cut out the fat and just do carbs and protein. And like starting to understand that, it got so much easier. So mm. Yeah, that's so awesome. And so over the over the period, we we talk a lot in in Macros One Hundred and One of both sharing, um, you know, the mental results that you're having, and then as well as the physical results. Can, so can you kind of walk us through what that looked like for you? What physical results are you seeing? What mental results were you seeing during the process? At the beginning, my mental re- results were all completely tied up in the physical. And so the fact that I was standing on the scale and I saw the number going down, I was happy. I was like, yeah, I did it. And then I realized if I stepped on the scale and it hadn't budged in one day because I was just like, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. One day of not losing weight, I was like, oh, I failed. And I was like, hold on. Like you have done exactly your macros. You know what you're doing. And I kept telling myself, Amber said that a healthy weight loss should be no more than two and a half a week. You know, mm-hmm. that's like a typical. And so I'd be like, Andy, you've already lost two. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday. You would only have half more. You're fine. You didn't gain. Like it's all okay. Um, and then once I was able to kind of break that mental wrapped up the emotional, I realized that I had not done any of your modules. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. When you join the program, Amber has online classes and coaching. And I was so wrapped up in the macros. I was just counting macros and I was head on. I didn't realize that there were podcasts, modules, nothing. I was just headstrong. And I kept seeing people mentioning like, oh yeah, like when I did module or, oh, I'm so behind. I'm only on module two. I was like, I haven't even started modules. And I'm like over a month into this. So I quick sat down and started doing them and doing the worksheets. And that's when I was like, oh yeah, my why? Like yeah. To me, it was just not an option to not lose weight because I was getting to the point where I, where it was like, okay, like this could be like going towards obesity. Nothing I have fits me. I don't feel healthy. I can't move as well as I was like, this is not okay. Um, so then I realized, okay, like I have like a bigger and better why I start losing more weight and I'm no longer in a situation like that something to still keep me going. So once I started applying those modules, that's when I felt like I was getting healed, um, like spiritually and emotionally from the inside and learning that, you know, it's okay. I have worth, I have reasons. And my failure is not if my measurements or my scale goes up. It's that I am taking care of myself for once Mm -hmm. and all of that. So I have to say that the emotional was all 100 completely the modules, which I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't actually <laughs> go through your program. So thank you for making those. Those were amazing. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the inner work comes when we, when we do the work, right. When we, when we go through the process of doing the, the modules and going through and doing the worksheets and doing the actual inner work that it takes. Um, so I love that. So during the process, um, can you share with us how much weight you lost and what that looked like over 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 your um, transformation? Yeah. So during the two month um, program, I lost twenty eight pounds, and I lost a total of eleven inches all over my body, um, and about five of those inches was my stomach, which was my biggest problem area. Um, I I mean. My lose when I lose weight, I see it in my face first. Mm-hmm. And it was such a relief that I looked in my mirror one morning and I saw my face and I recognized that person. It wasn't even my stomach really yet. It was I recognized that person. That's the face I've seen most of my life. I didn't realize that with 
my lifestyle and things that had been going on in my life that my face had just really puffed up a lot of water weight, a lot of just stress and sleepless nights. And I think that that's what I loved. One of the things I loved most about this program is I didn't have to change too much about my schedule. I know I could not get any more sleep than I was. I was going to bed as early as I could getting up all the time with my baby. Um, so I was not going to get more sleep, which I know affects weight loss. And I wasn't really going to be able to take my stress level down much, which I know affects weight loss. So I was super worried and my stress didn't really change. Like the things going on in my life, I did not get any more sleep, but yet I was waking up feeling so much better and seeing that in my face that I looked like the person that I used to be, um, that, that was really huge for me. And then I started getting into this super exciting part where I was like, Oh, I remember those like pants I bought that one time that were super cute. And I went to put them on and they never fit. I've never been able to wear them. I've had them for three and a half years. (laughs) And I was like, I wonder, and they zipped and they buttoned without even a flinch. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Because we wrap ourselves up so much. I was looking in the mirror. I was like, yeah, I guess I see a difference, but that was down two pant sizes. Yeah. And that's when I was like, Oh wait, no, like things are happening. Like I was taking my measurements, doing my, my scale, but it didn't really hit me until that. And to this day, I have kept all the weight off and I'm now in a maintenance. Um, so I'm not looking to lose any more weight for the next couple of months, but I will have times where I'm like, did a lot really change because my brain gets foggy mm-hmm. and I'll realize I'm like, Oh, these pants are size, whatever they are that's like two or three sizes less than what they were before. I couldn't even begin to get a thigh in those pants. Mm -hmm. And that shirt is no longer XL or double XL. That's a large shirt and putting those kind of things together with my physical. So those were the, the physical things that I noticed. And actually one of my big whys was when I'd get up in the morning, I felt like I was like, (sighs) like heaving myself out of bed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to be able to, be fit where when I get up, I can just kind of like spring out of bed and I feel kind of weightless on the bed. I don't feel like, like all this weight on me. And I started feeling that right off the bat. And so that has been another big physical that has, um, happened in the last couple months. Yeah. And I love hearing that you're at that intentional maintenance because that's a piece that so many women miss is like, they're always so focused on losing, 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 and never actually intentionally maintaining that loss. Um, and so from start to finish where, where we're at now, um, what is that? How many pounds lost from when you started to where you are now at maintenance? Um, 30 pounds lost now. So I lost two more after the program and that's when I really, that I had slowed down a ton. Um, I knew I needed to go into maintenance earlier, but I was so set on hitting that 30. I was like, I have to do it. Like we're so close that I forced myself and it took like three weeks to lose Mm -hmm. the two pounds because I was not being steady. And I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) So then I went on the maintenance. So I've stayed the same. Um, I've actually gone down an inch and a half being on maintenance Mm -hmm. and I started finally working out. That was the other huge thing is I did not work out a single bit. I did not go on any extra walks. I did not touch a weight. None of that. I didn't have to put any of that into, into my schedule, which helped out a ton. And I lost that, that 30 pounds without working out. And that was huge to me. Yeah, totally. And now where are you at with working out now? So I actually, I'm like, I told you, like, I only do good with classes. 
Mm-hmm. And so I remember I reached out to you and I was like, yeah, so I'll do like cycle Zumba or abs to get it. And you were like, okay, well, you're going into a reverse. So you're not looking to do more cardio. Like you need to be lifting. And I'm like, oh no, I've never <sighs> wanted to be one of those women. You see every single muscle. I'm like, <gasps> like, no, that's not what I was. You know, those, those are the, those are the women that go to the gym multiple times a day. Like that's not what I was looking for. But then um, you were talking about how it like helps shape your body, all these kind of things. And I was like, okay, I'll look into that. And so I bought your build your own workout program. I have yet to look at any of the build your own workout section of it. I have just been beginner steps, like let's try working out. And so I'm doing the pull, push and legs. Uh And I've now done it for a month and I no longer have bat wings (laughs) and I'm only lifting three days a week. And I have seen so much change in my body and like, like the shape, which is crazy to me because I'm not eating any less. I'm actually, I'm 600 calories up. (laughs) I am almost at 2,500 calories a day and I have not put on an ounce. And I think that is so exciting. that's That's the huge thing. And I feel like that's what people don't get out of the macros. Learning how to adjust and be able to do that is what I got out of this program. That was another thing that I felt like made this program more than worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I am lifting three times a week and that is it. And so I know that in there, there's also, you can do cardio along with it. I'm just taking the baby steps and I'm already seeing such improvement and such strength and just feeling really good about myself. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at in the working out. I'm slowly building up. <laughs> that's so exciting. Yeah. And, and I find this like, and it's, it's funny because um, your arc is very similar to Melissa's um, <laughs> where, and, and I think it, but I, but I think what I think it is, is that it's very similar to a lot of women. And if you're at home sitting there saying to yourself, I don't want to work out. Like that's, I don't have any desire to lift weights. I don't have any desire to work out. Um, you know, is this, is this going to work for me? Um, the answer is a big fat yes. First of all, both you and Melissa have lost a lot of weight without working out at all. So you do not have to work out in order to lose weight. Getting your nutrition on track can do a lot of that for you. But what's so interesting to me is that then it, it like this process has then changed you to like now desiring to like work out, to wanting, like to now it's not like you're forcing yourself to go to the gym, but you actually want to do it. And I, I love that like full circle moment because I think forcing yourself to do anything is a losing battle in the long run. And what could it look like if instead of forcing yourself to work out, you actually wanted to work out? What could it look like instead of forcing yourself to hit your macros, you, you wanted to hit your macros, right? Instead of forcing yourself to eat that, that vegetable like you wanted to eat that vegetable, how much easier and lighter and more fun would your life be if, if the things that you wanted to do aligned with the results you wanted to create in your life? And I think that's, that speaks to the transformation that you've had both exteriorly, but also internally, um, that's led you to, to now wanting to do those things because they, of how they make you feel and not even just how they make you look, but how they make you feel. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. I mean, it's in the name biceps after babies. Like this is moms. Like we know our life, we know our schedule. We know it's hard to get to the gym and do all these things. And it's been huge to me that I have not had to do hardly anything to make this fit into my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. My husband now eats healthier. My kids eat healthier. I was only, you know, only doing the 20 minutes at night plan my next day. And I haven't had to do that in a couple months. I now have figured it out in my head that I know what I need to do. And I just kind of track as I go and it takes seconds Mm -hmm. and your workouts. um, One of the reasons why I even wanted to ask you about workouts is I had seen that Melissa had posted 
that um, you can do your workouts from home with dumbbells. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is awesome. I don't have to like, just have dumbbells and do it at home. And it takes me about 30 minutes and my kids are all running around me and I stop every couple minutes to do something with them mm-hmm. or to get out more Play-Doh or goldfish. And I'm just sitting there doing it with them. And it just takes 30 minutes. And that's mm-hmm. it three times a week. I mean, this, this is such an easy thing to put into your life. I really haven't had to do much to change it other than change mentally. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of the biggest things I'm grateful for with the changing mentally is my relationship with food is that I now actually have a relationship with food and I understand it and it's good and it's healthy. It's no longer, Oh, like you've used the analogy. Oh, look at that bag of Oreos. I have to eat all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not hungry. I don't really want to, but I'm going to, mm-hmm. or something bad happened. I'm going to eat that. Now I see food as something to fuel my body, but I still have ice cream every night. And I love baked goods and I have baked goods at least once a week mm-hmm. that I'll make. And so I'm able to fill that happiness that I get with having that sugar and being able to have that love relationship with food while also being like, I don't need that right now. Like I just need to feel my body. It really needs some protein. What has protein? I want that, mm-hmm. you know? That yeah. has been very huge for me. Yeah. You mentioned at the very beginning that you had struggled with emotional eating um, previously. And I'm curious, like, what has that arc been and how has that improved over, over the last couple of months? So like I said, at first I was so gung-ho on macros and making sure I hit those numbers that I was not really seeing much of that. And my emotional was good because I was seeing results. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until, honestly, it was when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know our whole group took, took it really hard. I remember. Yeah. I think the whole group. world took it really hard. <laughs> oh yeah. The world took it really hard. <laughs> everyone was like, what do we do? And Amber was just like, okay, ladies, now it's time for a reverse. Like, <laughs> I know you're all struggling. Like if you're having a hard time keeping this, you have kids you're taking care of. Now you have the time things through, like everyone go in reverse, go in reverse. And I was like, no, I have to lose the weight. <laughs> I was like, these other ladies, they can go in the reverse, but I have so much to lose. I still need to lose. And so I was trying to push through it. And I remember one night I was just like, I just got really depressed and down on myself. <laughs> My husband came downstairs and I was like, I'll forget it. And I had a big thing of ice cream. I was just eating with a spoon and he came down and looked at me and he knew how good I'd been doing. And I said, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> I'm making the choice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so there, there was like moments. So I did really good, but then it was like, I fell back onto that a little bit. And I'd say up until about a month ago. So I've been doing this for about six to seven months that I've been with the macros and about a month ago, um, I kind of, my mind was able to, after lots of practice, talking through myself, going through modules, just kind of be like, no, that's, that's not needed. And I think a big thing with that is remembering that there is a reverse and there is a maintenance and you're going to be eating a lot more then. Mm-hmm. And this isn't forever, which is what was, which is why people have yo-yo diets is because they're like, oh, I need to binge. Oh, I need to eat that sugar. And then they fall off and they have to get back on. Mm-hmm. But with macros, you can say, this is a very hard week for me. I'm going to go back to my maintenance and be able to eat more and enjoy those things without putting on the weight because that's your maintaining level. Mm -hmm. Um, So now I can honestly say I'm no longer a binge emotional eater. And it's crazy. I could not have said that even a month ago, it was still trickling here and there. I noticed, but now I'm like, well, if I want to eat that slice of cake, I'm going to do it. And guess what? I can make it fit into my macros and it's completely fine. Mm-hmm. And when I get emotional and I feel like I need something, I'm able to sit there and be like, 
I've told myself, okay, if I wait five minutes, am I going to be okay with not eating that? Can I deal with that another way? Is there someone I can talk to something I can do? Um, maybe it's just, I'm hungry. Like let's try eating an hour, some crackers. And then if it's still there, I'm like, okay, my body is letting me know that for some reason right now, it really needs this comfort food. Mm-hmm. So I'll have one small serving and then I'll sit there and I'll be like, let's give it five minutes. Was that it? Is that what my body needed? And for once I am listening to my body instead of just me being like, Oh my gosh, the world is awful. Shift everything sugary into my mouth. I'm mm-hmm. able to listen and process what my body is telling me mm-hmm. and give it what it needs. I'm not on some crazy diet where I don't give it any carbs or don't give it any sugar. I'm like, if that's what you need at this moment, awesome. And I, it takes all the guilt out of it. Yeah. I feel so guilt-free and knowing that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that has just been so freeing. Yeah. And I think you bring up such a good point of, of that power of the pause. And, um, so often with like binging or with emotional eating, it is, it is, it's frantic. It's not thought driven. It's, it's not listening to anything, right? It's just doing and getting lost in that. And I think it's so wise and there's so much wisdom in, um, in, in pausing and thinking and being like, do I want to eat this? And there's nothing wrong if you want to eat that. And, but taking that time to say, is there other things I can do? Is this really what my body needs? And then eating some of it and saying, is this working? Like it, and I think that those intentional pauses are such a powerful, um, something that, you know, if you're listening, you can take away to be able to help you with, with that relationship with food. Are you pausing? Are you really paying attention to your body? And what would, what could it look like if you, if you started implementing even just that one little tip into your, into your daily life? Um, yeah, exactly. And I think I really struggled with all or nothing mentality as well. And it was tied to that. into like, okay, well, I wasn't doing well, or I get like, I get a lot of dizzy spells just from some health problems I had when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And what seems to help is eating. And sometimes I'll notice, oh, I haven't eaten in a couple hours and I start to really feel like I'm going to pass out. And so I'll like quick eat a lot. So I feel better. And then I'd be like, well, there at my day, I'm sure my macros are off. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until a couple months ago that I like put in what I had eaten. And I was like, oh, I'm completely fine. It was just in my mind, I'd gone off my original track. And so I think if when we're sitting there like, okay, my body needs this right now, after that moment has passed and you feel better, like more put together, it's like, okay, let's go put that into our macros and see what we need to change. Mm -hmm. Maybe now I can't have that bowl of ice cream at night, but I got to have something now. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I need a lot more protein because I just kind of wasted a lot on carbs. And I think reminding yourself that you can change your numbers throughout the day. Yeah. You can change for every situation just because you made a decision at this moment does not mean that the rest of the day is gone and you can no longer do anything with that. And so I think that those two things mixed together really helped me get over the all or nothing and the emotional eating. Yeah. So good. Um, I'm curious, what are some goals that you're currently working on right now? So right now, um, I... I mean, for myself and my body, I would love to lose another, another 30. But my goal at the beginning was 20 and I hit 20. And so then it was 30. And then my next one is 50. Mm-hmm. So right now, obviously I'm not looking at the scale. I am just working out and doing my maintenance. I did a pretty long cut. And so I will need to do a pretty long maintenance, which I am completely fine with. Um, so right now I'm just working on lifting and making that part of my my day-to-day life. And I'm slowly over these next couple of months of my maintenance going to start adding in the other exercises mm-hmm. of, okay, well then maybe now I'm going to start doing a little bit more cardio and things like that and holding on to maintenance. And then I will be going into another cut. Um, and that's where I'm hoping to be able to bring up my total loss to 50. 
Um, but I know I'm not too tied down to a number because I know how all of our bodies are different. My body could look the same at one way as it does the other, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. how your body works. So that is kind of like a number that I'm shooting for. Um, but I really just want to have a, a healthy pregnancy with our next kid. And I know that that will probably happen within like the next year. And I'm already healthier and in more shape than I was for either of my other two pregnancies. So right now, my goal is just to get as in shape as possible and be able to enjoy that pregnancy and not already look like I'm in the second trimester when I announce that I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so I tend to announce that I'm pregnant and then just go ahead and stop sucking in and be like, look, here it is. <laughs> and then I notice other people don't start showing to like <laughs> after the first trimester, I was like, oh, I'm not fooling anybody. <laughs> um, just to have that healthy pregnancy. And I am so excited now that I have those tools on how to lose weight while still nursing. I no longer have to be like, oh, here comes the nursing and just watch myself put it on. I'm going to be able to control my eating and understand and listen to my body during that pregnancy mm-hmm. and through the nursing. And I am just so excited to see what that looks like and feels like. And I'm, there's no going back. I think that's the biggest thing when I first started the program is it was like, okay, see yourself in the mirror. No, that's never going to happen again. You have to do, yeah. you have to completely commit. And I tell myself that all the time. And whenever I see this scale, I'm like, okay, that number is done. Yeah. Like we are never going back. And it's just really been so freeing. And I, I'm just super excited to see like what the future holds yeah. for me and my family as we become healthier and getting to see myself in a way I've never seen myself before. Oh, that's so exciting. And I know a lot of women can relate to what you're, what you're saying. Um, thank you so much, Andy, for coming on and sharing your journey with us, sharing your story with us, um, sharing the things that you've learned over the last little while. It's always exciting to... Um, to see, uh, to see a transformation happen. Right. And, and one of the things that I love about my job is I like, Andy's not the only one I get to see, like, I get to see these transformations. I get to see where you were at the beginning and then I get to see where you come out. And, you know, as a coach, that's an honor that I get to be able to have that front row to, to see your transformation. So thank you for giving my audience a front row to that transformation and letting them kind of peek behind the scenes and, and see what it can look like to be able to reach your goals. Yeah, of course. And thank you so much for the program. So I could be able to (laughs) to be at this good spot. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Thank you. I hope that you got a lot out of that episode with Andy and her experience and her lessons that she's been able to learn during her journey. Um, It's hopefully inspiring for you to be able to hear from other women who may be in similar situations as you are and being able to do the work that it takes to be able to reach their goals and to make the decisions and the choices that are going to change the trajectory of their life because that can be you. And hopefully the more that you surround yourself with people who are successful and people who are doing the things that you want to do, um, the more it starts to feel possible for you. And so that's what I'm hoping you're walking away from this episode, feeling invigorated, feeling inspired, feeling ready to to go in and, and do the work that it's going to take for you specifically. You know, you may... Relate with some things with Andy, and you may be totally different. But as um, you hear inspiring stories, I want you to take that inspiration one step further, and not just feel inspired now, but actually feel inspired and and have that take an action. So um, that's the last thing that I want to leave you with: is is what action are you going to take 
because of this podcast? What action are you going to take hearing this story? And if you want to share your action with me, I would love to hear it. And um, you can always just take a screenshot of the episode and you can share it on your um, social media, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, and just tag me, Biceps After Babies, and share with me what action item you're committing to. Because learning something and feeling inspired is great. But when you learn something and feel inspired and then actually take action on it, that is when the results that you want are created. So go ahead and share your action item with me. I would love to see that. And thank you so much for being here on this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.